0: Romar Energy offer the best
1: energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems, and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your
0: fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy,
2: working towards a greener planet.
0: Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Supervalue Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Supervalue's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Supervalue Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Cavan is not just a place, it's a people. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Supervalue Football Podcast on WeareCavan.com. It's the 6th of October. I'm joined in studio, I'm Damien Donahue, firstly, and I'm joined in the studio by the sports editor of the Anglo Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick, and the columnist with the Anglo Celt, uh, Michael Hannon, former cornerback with Cavan County Seniors. Would you say no more? Uh, we're going to be looking ahead to the uh, Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship, or sorry, we're going to be looking back on the Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship Final from the weekend gone by, um, and we'll also be taking a quick look ahead to the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship Final this coming Sunday. Um, we'll be discussing Joe Dillon, maybe his situation, and uh, also looking at Key and Mackey again to see if uh, if if we can come to a consensus on where his best position is. Uh, But look, we'll start off with the intermediate final, Michael. It was a very, very entertaining game.
2: (laughs) Déjà vu. I'm just telling you.
1: (laughs) Did you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, look, it was a great game. Um, I thought the quality of the scores from both sides was as good as you're going to see in Park probably this year. Uh, Some of the points that uh, Boucher kicked and that Jonathan McCabe kicked in the first half in particular. Kevin Tierney, his goal was just at standing finish. Um And he, it was out in nothing. Oh look, he'd no right to make the angle he he should never have got around the man the way he got around him um and the finish that he put into it. Like he, he's he has this ability to just stick the ball in the top corner. Yeah uh,
2: Paul Paul had a phrase for it. Yeah, well, I just wanted to come out with that one now, if you're going to let me in. Don't take the shine off me, Damien. <laughs>
1: <coughs> I want to make it appear that I just
2: came up with this uh, uh, impromptu.
0: Well, people were listening to it live, live last weekend, so they know that you thought of it impromptu oh, I, back then. I think then.
2: they were tuned out at that stage. Um, <laughs> no, what I said about Tierney was, he's not just a great goal scorer, he's a, he's a scorer of great goals. But he is. He Boom. is. Boom. Brilliant, a brilliant <laughs> line, in fairness. But he is, because he goes high. You know? right. you know, a lot of goal scorers like Jason Riley always keep it keep low, but Tierney always seems to go high, and he smashed into through for the net.
1: Yeah,
0: but then from a coaching point of view, you'd always coach him a goal scorer to go low. <laughs> I
1: would, anyway. <laughs> not whoever coached Kevin Daniel, the no. kid. <laughs> no, that's he, he, true. Like, you can all even think back to when he was playing with the on the 21s. Like, yeah. some of the finishes he got in those games from were just... And it's the power he generates. It seems like... It's a typical left footer. Yeah. Whatever it is about lefties, they... they you were a left footer, were. were
2: you? <laughs> no, I was not.
1: <laughs> Left-hander? It's, no, and the funny
2: thing is, in handball, it's the very same. The, a left hander in handball is like a left footer in football. Generally, can't use the right, and has an absolutely spectacular left with, with unbelievable power and amazing accuracy. And it's funny, it must be something to do, Mickey, with what side of the brain you use or something like that. <laughs> I have no
1: idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like you to clarify. Have you just said Kevin Tierney has no right foot?
2: No Tierney's tyranny, <laughs> one of the few that that can kick fairly well with his right foot. But most left footers don't I'd I'd actually probably back it up though. He very rarely goes to the right foot. Yeah. Very most left footers don't and I, I had this conversation with, with someone before and they told me whether it was rubbish or not that it's something like five times harder for a predominantly left sided person to learn to do
1: things with the right than vice versa. That's interesting. I <clears throat> I know um I know a guy who uh Kicks with his right foot and would write with his left hand. Kitog. Yeah. That's proper definition of a kitog, isn't it? I don't know. I thought a kitog Og was a left handed person.
0: No, I, well, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody clarify, tweet us at We Are Kevin and let us know. I, I, I always grew up being told that it was, as in you're
2: one left and one right. Mm. But anyway, go on. So. <laughs> that's the it, truth that the whole deer and the Donahoe, I saw. The definition of a kid oh
1: <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, um, and in, he, um let's say if he playing golf, he'd play golf, you know, the way a right-handed person would play golf. he get those type of clubs. But yeah, when he went to learn how to kick football with his left foot, he picked it up really easy. So there could be some truth in what you're saying about, um, y you know, like I, to this day, can't still, work. he can actually write with both hands, but he taught himself to do the other way just for the kick of it, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure that, I'd love to see a study done on left-footed players and, um can we think of any here that well, are... Elef-
0: is, is Enda hesson left or right-footed? I'd
2: say he's, he's right-footed. right-footed. He's naturally right-footed, yeah. yeah. Right. But I, I heard that Ben Kiernan is, is naturally right-footed, which I couldn't believe. Oh, no. I heard that
0: and... No, I don't think that's true. I've, I've seen him at, on the age level when he was 12 and he was kicking with his left foot. Yep. Now, he was he was probably also kicking with his right, but he, I'm nearly well, I mean,
2: sure. He, he kicks with his left now all the time, yeah. but I've heard it said that... Some people would tell you that for some reason. I'd love to know if well, that's true.
1: D- Dermot, Dermot, Jeremy Connolly is the one player I've seen who's the closest to kicking with, with both feet. And um, I, I remember when he was in college and he was running through with the ball one time and I couldn't, I couldn't work out what happened. The ball just, he seemed to get confused and the ball spilled away from him. And the guy on the sideline started laughing beside me and he, he came up to me, it was the guy that was the selector on the team with me. And he just said to me, do you know what's after happening there? And I was like, no, I couldn't, doesn't make any sense. One of the best footballers in Ireland running through, straight through, 21 yards out, and he, he seems to nearly fall over himself. And he said he, he actually got confused with what foot to kick it with. Because he's, he's so right-footed and left-footed, he kicked with, with, with both feet if he wanted to. So I pulled Jeremy up a training and then uh, the following week, and I said, uh I just put the ball down, I said, take a penalty there, you know, just to see what foot he'd kick it with. And he kind of looked at me like, "What do you, you know?" <laughs> he had, you know, he's not. If you know German at all, he just kind of looked at you and say, Jesus, like, what's wrong with you, like sort of thing, you know? <laughs> what are you playing at?" Yeah, he, he he put he put the ball. He kind of looked and he put the ball down and saying, "What are you going on here?" I just said, "Are you right-footed or left-footed?" Like, if you had to take a penalty, which foot would you kick it? And he put the ball down the ground and he sat there for about fifteen seconds thinking about it, and he just goes. Yeah, probably my right. I'd say just about with my right. I would yeah, take it with my right. That's so, very interesting. So now he'd see if he was taking freeze. I think he is more comfortable taking with the right. So that was going back maybe five or six years ago now. But when we well, look back to someone like Darren
2: McCabe, I never saw him kicking with his right foot. And I know, I had this discussion with a few friends, and one of them said that he he did once see him kicking with his right foot, and it was one of the weirdest things he ever saw. (laughs) Because he's majestic left foot. Yeah, yeah, definitely so, but, um, yeah.
1: Larry Riley was left footed, but he could kick with his right foot. And
0: what he could do, which is, which is very unique, he could kick at full speed with his right Right. foot, which is something that's very difficult to do. We've seen Enda Hessen is quite good at it. Kevin Boucher can do it on both feet at full speed as well, but they're, they're not, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, J-
1: Jason Riley was very left-footed when he started out, but by the end of his career, he like he wasn't scoring as many goals, so he was kind of adapting his game. He, he was kicking, he was, you know, his right yeah, foot had developed into. Wouldn't say it was a thing of beauty, but he had a get out of jail card anyway that he hadn't gotten in the early part of his career.
0: Yeah, definitely. But uh, we got sidetracked a little bit there from Slightly, the intermediate yeah. <laughs> final. But uh, look, looking back over it, what, Paul, in your opinion, what was the winning
2: or losing of the game for? Arbour or What What's the great start of Ballyhays got after? I, I, I suppose I, I thought that Ballyhays really panicked in the last few minutes. I did think coming into the game that Ballyhays would win it and we said at the up for a match in Ballyhays last Friday night and, uh, a lady from Ballyhays came up after and we got a big cheer when we took Ballyhays. You were playing to the crowd.
1: Well, no we weren't. Well, we were. But the <laughs> following night
2: we were going to Arva to do one and uh, this lady came up to us in Ballyhays before we left and she goes um, I hope you're not going to go to Arva now tomorrow night and t- and tip Arva. She goes, all the Arva ones would have listened to this. And I was like, said to Damien in the way home, Jesus, we'd <laughs> So we had to actually stand up in front of a room of fervent Arva supporters and and, uh, and tip Bally Hayes. But they took it fairly well. But I, I, I was very confident and I did back them even at 4-7. to seven. I was confident in Bally Hayes. I just thought that as John Brady said after it, they just had one too many forwards for them. Like if you if they had to put the Clampers on Tierney, more was going to do a lot, a lot of damage and if more was held up, Smith was going to come in with a few points. And even Martin Connolly was good for a few points. And that's how it played out. But I thought... Um Brady's Arval Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial
0: vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details.
2: I think Moore is excellent. I really think he's a very exciting player. I don't know if he's got the mentality for county football or uh but I definitely think he's got the physical tools for to be a good player.
0: Yeah, his his physical attributions are 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 everything you want. Like he I'd say he's six foot, maybe even might be slightly taller than six foot, but he's physically very strong. He's he's got and and it might sound like a real weird thing, but I always look for somebody that has a good good sized glutes. That if, if they have they've got speed, they've got speed in <laughs> abundance. It's from from a coaching point of view, it is something that you watch. And, what, and
2: what age are these? What you're coaching?
1: <laughs> I'm coaching the adult teams at this stage. <laughs> thank God. You like a bit of ghetto booty? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But it does. It, it for me, it adds to the it adds to the speed. No. And he's obviously done enough work that he's physically strong enough. It's it's just down to see. The question is why why didn't he make the county the 21 teams when he was part of the panel? And that's something only he can answer. Or maybe, maybe the because
1: management he was Yeah. Well, they only mm. play. <laughs> realistically they only ever
2: played with three really didn't they and you have to remember and De Hessen couldn't make the team and yeah. he was coming on at that time but he couldn't make the team and turn around and score 1-7 in, in an intermediate final Yeah, the same year and four points in play against Kerry in All Ireland junior final and he couldn't make the under 21 team so it, it is a different a level though
1: it. like you, it, it county football is a different level like in, well senior football in, in particular but even at that county one under 21 level it is it's just a different standard you know so Just because if you're able to play, you know, doesn't mean that you're going to... Oh, yeah, if you're standing out in a club game. Like, there's lots of players over the years that stood out in club games. Yeah, and of
2: course it's intermediate level as Um, well.
1: Hessen is an interesting one because he does have the... Like, sometimes you watch a player at club level and you're thinking, oh, wow, look, he scored six, seven, eight points. He should be playing with the county. But then when he gets a chance, you realise, well, he doesn't have the speed or there's something, some one major flaw in his game that's going to hold him back. Like, Hessen... At this stage, when you look at him, he has all the physical attributes and all the technical. I haven't got
0: a chance to check out his arsenal. <laughs>
1: I'll take your word. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> Getting a good insight into into the mind, <laughs> <laughs> Damien Dunne, who's in So he's he's all the, those attributes, but uh, it's maybe there's something else that's lacking. Maybe he just. To me, I think one thing that will always go against him is he didn't play enough football when he was younger. He played an awful lot of soccer, and. Um, I, th- I think what he missed with that under 21 team and I think maybe the under 21s missed a trick with him they should have just persevered and said look we're playing and we're going to play him here and we're going to play him every single match every Hastings Cup match he's going to stay, start and finish every game just mm-hmm. play him, play him, play him because that's, that's what he needed he needs the game time and the experience of playing more football no. Yeah but
2: the thing Mickey is that comes back to the under 21s has become a means to an end or it is a means to an end but it's become an end in itself with Kevin yeah. which is it's not. That's not what it's for. Like it's what it, we needed to win trophies. But after winning four, and now it needs to start producing. Well,
1: uh, like everybody said, oh, you know, we need to. Has winning four actually done much for the senior team? Do you think?
2: I do think that we needed to win a couple of trophies. It had been so long without a trophy. It had
1: become in everybody's head. We needed to win one.
2: Yeah, I think. I think definitely. But it has.
0: It has helped the situation. Maybe not to the point that we thought it would have helped. We thought winning four in a row on the twenty ones would would leave you in the position that you're going to be winning an Ulster title at senior level within a couple of years. But it definitely has progressed, the the, the situation on...
1: How, how many under-21s have Monaghan won? None. None. They've won two of the last three Ulsters. Oh, yeah, but... How many... Had, Donegal had won one with Jim McGuinness. But the
0: comparison isn't with them. It, it, it's basically looking at where Calvin were at before we won the under-21s to where we're at now. And our senior team is further on than it was five years back. Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049 8540 today. Our unique location for your
2: unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Yeah, I I, I I do think that I know Peter Riley said said to me in an interview before one of the finals that you can never win too many of them. That's where I would disagree with that. He, we could win another four or five of them, but it's no good if we're not bringing through the what you, what your senior team the, needs. Well, I'd agree. They you can have never win enough, too
0: but many of them. But you, like as in, if we continue to win them, it's, it is going to be a positive. Yeah, but, but it, it's it's the way in which we win them. And, and the process of what we're doing. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes. Are, are
1: we, it, are we winning them at the expense of,
0: yes, of development? That's of the, development. the question.
2: That's yes. the question. Like, the, the two that might necessarily be, be, they might be mutually exclusive. You might, it might be thinking, you could say, oh, look, this guy, this Hessian guy or whoever else might, might come through and be something special for seniors. Let's persevere with him here. Possibly at the expense of a player who's a wee bit ahead of him in his development, which might cost us around a loss to run a 2021 20, game, but so be it when you've won forward
0: yeah, definitely. Going back again, I'm going to keep raining his back in towards this intermediate. Michael, where, where did you see the game won and lost?
1: Well, the, between the 5th minute and the 22nd or 23rd minute, Kevin Tierney ran amok. Absolutely ran amok. One ball he shouldn't have won, created scores, no right to create. Um, I think after whatever, 17, 18 minutes... Arva changed their tact and they put the spare man back. That's right, Danny Ellis. When yeah. came in as a sweeper, in in hindsight, playing it because they had the breeze. Now I know they don't know the breeze if they have the breeze or not only yeah. seconds beforehand. But because they were playing with the breeze in the first half, they should have had maybe two men sitting back to make it near impossible on on Bally Hayes. Uh, um, like they didn't stop c- tyranny after that completely, right? But they certainly curbed his influence dramatically compared to what he was mm. doing,
2: Mickey. Do you do you say that they should have two men sitting back when you're playing with the breeze?
1: Yeah, because th- it means the opposition. De- like you look at some of the ball t- Tierney got, right? He got high ball was floated in, It was hanging in the air. You know, it, it broke, and he still won his own break. It broke, we ta- broke, and it ran 15 yards, and he got it. You know, like those th- those situations shouldn't have happened. It, it, like they, Arvid didn't have any one player who was fit to mark Kevin Tierney, right? I don't think even Batty Hayes had any one player fit to mark Kevin Tierney, right? So it was going to take a team effort and when they were playing with the breeze they should have known that um, if we sit men back they won't be able to kick it they're going to because one the breeze two the men back they're going to have to run it and running the ball would have took Tierney out of the game
0: yeah it's very interesting already
2: it's interesting that both both teams um, in the last two weeks in the junior final and the intermediate final have run up big scores against the wind
1: yeah. Well, I think teams are getting better at, uh, slowly but surely teams are getting more comfortable running the ball. Haven't, you know, having to run the ball as, as high up the pitch as they run it now.
0: Yeah. When, when, when you look back over the, uh, the game, who, who were the standout performers for you?
1: Other than Kevin Tierney, obviously, Kevin mentioned. Tierney. Um, let me see. I was impressed with, obviously, Stephen Smith got man in the match. Um, agree with the decision? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was, like a lot of people played well, but you couldn't see one single thing. Smith never wasted one ball, as far as I could see. Mm. Every single possession, something came off him.
2: Yeah, he was excellent.
1: Um, so from that point of view, and plus, what was it? One six he scored. Yeah. Okay, right. So you can't can't argue that. Even as well as Tierney played, he had his golden fifteen minutes. And then there were times in the second half where he kind of faded out of it a bit, you know.
2: I thought uh, Martin Connolly was really good. Yeah. I his distribution was excellent and he kicked two great points.
1: Yeah. i would say the right boot. Lovely, yeah. lovely skill to watch. More, we've already mentioned more. Uh, very impressive him. From Arva, um, it's an awful pity Boucher got injured when he got injured. He was, you know, he played, he played well without playing outstanding, but you, you just felt that, you know, if he hadn't got injured, certainly maybe he could have. There was an interesting stat just when you mentioned that. In the,
0: I think he was off for 11 minutes in total. And when he went off, Arva were trailing by three points, and by the time he came back on, to her, or five in front. Mm. They had they had increased their lead in those eleven minutes, and then mm. Arva pulled it back again. Yeah. So
1: they, I don't know, but they, did Arva score with Boucher off the pitch? No. Yeah. No, actually,
2: you're right. He's um, probably a very underrated player, Boucher. Mm. Like he's he's actually quick. I was looking at him. I, I didn't realize how fast he is.
1: I I was wondering about that. This is sometimes it can be deceptive. Um. How quick is he? Because when I when I've seen him play before, I was always of the opinion that oh, if he was just another yard quicker, he's county material, senior inter county. Yeah. Um. But then when I was watching the other day, I was like, he was showing a clean pair of heels to yeah to a yeah. couple of Paddy Hayes players at different stages of the game. But,
2: but he's not the t- he's not. We talked about this last week. He's not the sort of player who who um goes and blister and runs like like Hesson or any of these mm. speed merchants like Ryan Connolly or anything. He but prefers he, to be the supplier. Yeah, he just probes and mm-hmm. he he doesn't care. He he he'll not have the ball in his possession for that long. Like he he's not a great man to go on a big blistering and run. But he he's passing. He'll just pick out little balls and he's like Mickey Ling in a way.
1: Yeah, he he's this, he's able to create space for himself because it, he just seems to, he's great balance and poise. And you're never quite sure which what he's going to do when he's on the ball. Where is he going to go? Which way is he turning? You know, it looks like he's going left, and no, he's turning right, and he's kicking a ball. Or yeah, the somebody who has
0: the ability to take on a player and seems to have blistering play- pace is Jonathan McCabe.
1: Yeah, well, and he, ability to catch ball. Yeah, I was I was impressed with him. I don't know if he's blistering pace, but he he he's Well, he looked quick. Yeah, he yeah, played well. Yeah, um, no, I was very like. Very impressed with his striking off the boot on the left foot because he was kicking points where there were people hanging out of him mm-hmm. and technically the strikes were clean and crisp and you could see exactly what he was trying to do and what he was trying to do was exactly what happened like a good few times with strikes.
0: Yeah. Quick word, um, we, 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 um during the live broadcast we were questioning what the the red card for Connor Lyons was just to clear up. Um, I did speak with the referee Connor Dernin yesterday and he clarified that he had shown Connor an early yellow card, I think it was in the first half. Just before he had shown him the red card, he showed him a yellow card. Then he got word in his ear from a linesman to say, yellow card 14. And he said, um, he, he he didn't quite hear it clearly enough, and he asked, is that for a different incident or what I'm dealing with here? And all he heard back was yellow card 14. So rather than following with the red card, in case he had to rescind it, he went over to have a discussion with the linesman. And the Lionsman said, no, you're right on your yellow card, but you need to give a yellow card to 14 as well. So then he went back over and just produced the red card for Conor Lyons okay. and then went to Kevin Tierney and produced the yellow card. So there was, it was two yellows essentially. And in the situation that it was, then I suppose he was correct. So he's free to play in Ulster. He's free to play in Ulster. Exactly. It was <laughs> exactly. convenient for everyone.
2: Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think now. No, it, it wasn't, be, it wasn't on the advice of Joe McQuillan, anyway, because. John McCullough didn't see the Conrad Lyons incident. No, 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 that was it. That all was, he saw was the Kevin Tierney incident.
0: Yeah, and that was, that was what he was letting the referee know about was the, um, was the, the red or the yellow card for Kevin Tierney, but it was just, it was over, overlapping on the, uh, on the, on the sending out of the cards. But, um, looking forward, we, we, we talk about this, I suppose, a lot in, in Calvin, how our intermediate champions are technically the, 15th, sorry, the 17th, 18th best team in the county and yet we're looking at league form Ballyhays are what, 7th, 6th, 7th in the county at the minute so are, have Ballyhays a realistic chance of going on in Ulster?
2: Why not, they've got the forwards like you said Mickey, it's like the same question you're probably talking about a higher level now and we asked you after the game can they go on and do, do well in senior and you said if they've got the forwards, they've got a chance if you don't have the forwards, you don't have a chance but if, if they've got the forwards, you'd imagine they've got a bit of firepower. They have the winning of games.
1: Mm. Any, any team can set up defensively, and if you have, if you have, whatever, three, minimum, four forwards, and they have four forwards that we've name-checked already, those four guys, then they can, they can go forward and do it. Uh, look, you're just, Ulster, Ulster, it's so hard to call it, those intermediate levels. Senior level, at least, you know, it's the same teams turning up every year, and you have an idea, but. Yeah. I, 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 I I think I thought before. Who went up before that? I was taught to do well and didn't do well. Um, well, Arva in, in the
2: junior last year, like yeah, Arva are going to be, like. I I really thought they probably would tighten that junior last year. And the, the team they lost there from Donegal, I was talking to a fella from Minishowen up upside them, and he was saying like, no, they're not great. And I was running through the Arva team for him, and I was like, oh, this lad plays minor with Gavin. This lad's under twenty-one. And he was like, oh, boys, they were a soccer team from Minishowen that that just there were more soccer players than Gaelic players.
1: Did you load? Them up? Did you have money on
2: it? I can't remember. On that one. <laughs> you got bad advice. I probably did. I'm sure I did. Yeah, more Just,
0: than lo- just looking at the draw, the game is on the first of November on the Sunday, but it's Cavan against Monaghan, a home game against Monaghan. Monaghan Intermediate champions are yeah. traditionally very strong. You,
1: you you could be playing in like because two teams go up and two teams go down in Monaghan. You could be playing the um, so if the Ninth best team in Monaghan gets get, got relegated down to intermediate. And the following year they won the championship. You know they're not even though there's ten teams ahead of them, and they are technically the eleventh best team. They, those that that club could be yo-yoing up and down, up well, and down. And Kansas, they're still arguably the Kansas ninth Kansas best.
2: Fancy to go down this year, Mickey. Uh, they were in big trouble in the league and looked like they were going to go yeah. down, and they end up resurrecting and getting to a semi-final, but. If they had lost one or two more games, they were going down. Yeah, and you know they, next year they could be playing at Ulster Intermediate,
0: and it could be set up for a very interesting match because Cavan's Peter Reilly is over Kilkerrin McCross who are in the Intermediate Final, in Monaghan. Yeah. So it's all poised up to be a hopefully. Well, it wouldn't it be interesting to see if if it was Peter Reilly pitting against John Brady? The
2: and Monaghan Harps are in the Senior Final, in Monaghan too, which is their first Senior Final in over twenty years. Yeah, which is a, which is a yeah. big tournament for the books there.
0: It is indeed. It is indeed. Club V is Calvin's best over 21s entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Supervalue Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Supervalue's own range. In store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Supervalue Virginia. Supporting locals.